You're tuned in to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast, where we are building connections, showcasing the impressive and inspiring movers and makers. I'm your host, Lenore, and I think we can all agree that money and success are very important in life. They go hand in hand. The more successful you become, the more money you make. And then comes, you know, the big houses, the fancy cars, the lavish vacations. But sometimes you forget who you are and where you came from in that process. And in order to lead a happy and fulfilling life, there are more important things than money and success. So to help achieve meaning while increasing success and satisfaction, I invited Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book Legendary, Tommy Breedlove, on today's show. At the top of his 20-year corporate career, Tommy experienced a transformational moment inspiring him to walk away from the corporate world to change his life and follow his true calling. He specializes in helping individuals and organizations discover their brilliance and achieve meaning while increasing success and satisfaction. He is here to help empower you to build and live a legendary life. Tommy Breedlove, welcome to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Hey, Lenore, it's been a good chat with you thus far. <laughs> now, you have to tell me all about your book, Legendary. Why the title Legendary? Great question, because in the in this world of constant self-promotion and Facebook and Instagram fabulous, if I call myself a legend, people would laugh me out of the room. <laughs> and so legendary is something that we can strive for, but it's literally given to us by our communities, our families, our networks, and the people we come in contact with. And you could either be a fantastic legend in this world, and you don't have to be rich and famous. We were talking about this a little bit to be a legend in your community, your family, your business, or whatever it is. Uh, but you can be known for being a fantastically healthy, loving, serving legend or the exact opposite. And so um, to me, this is a playbook, a simple playbook and guide and great stories and a fun read of how do we build and live a legendary life. And to me, a legendary life is a life filled with purpose. It's a life of financial confidence and freedom. It's a life where you are in charge of your time, not your time is in charge of you. But it's also the intangible stuff of building a, building a great network, having intimate relationships with your friends, significant other, and family. But here's the last part, is that unconditional love and self-respect for yourself that every single human being on earth struggles with. And finally, mastering our mindset, right? Overcoming that fear and that voice inside of your head that says you're not pretty enough, you're not enough, you're not good enough. What if they find out who you really are and your deepest dark desires? And silencing that noise. So that to me is building and living a legendary life. So how, how else do we get there? Like, are there any tips or tricks that you, you can give me to help build my legendary life? <laughs> well, it, it's, a, it's a billion tips and tricks. And that's what I love about the book so much. And it was three years in the writing, um, but literally 47 years in the making. And so the, the book actually goes through, regardless of where you are in life, say you're just getting started or you're struggling in this, um, <clears throat> the first tips, you've got to do something different. You have to take action. So if you're struggling on the financial side or financial confidence or your financial mindset, or you just don't have enough money that you think, so that's where I would begin. And there's all these great tools and tips in the book to help you build toward mastering your financial confidence, but also building toward a life where you're in charge of your money and the money works for you. Um, is it, are you struggling with worry and fear and being overwhelmed with stress? you might want to start at the mastering your mindset uh, chapter or blocking out the noise chapter, or you might want to start with the unconditional love and self-respect. So there's a bazillion tools. The first thing I would say is what tools can I give you is take action. If what you're doing isn't working, do something else. 
Is it, do you need a great book? Do you need to start a meditation practice? Do you need to start a gratitude practice? Do you need to get some sort of skill in your life to help you level up in whatever it is? So there's a billion tools out there. The key is what separates the top 10% is we actually take action and do something about it. And then what separate, and then you continue to do something about it. And for me, the world of self-realization and being the best version of me in all phases, and I'm not talking about just physically, but I'm talking about emotionally, professionally, spiritually, and mentally, is I constantly am working on myself. And I, I, I have a strong belief. If you truly want to be the best version, love and serve others, be a great leader, be a great business person, you've got to start with you. And so we invest so much of our time and energy into so many other things, the stock market, our business, our careers, other people we don't even freaking know, but we don't take the time to do the deep work, the internal work, to really go deep inside and, and, and master us so that we can be the master out there. I feel like you're speaking to my soul. I need, I need the blocking <laughs> out chapter. I don't, I'll be honest with you, I, I have an issue with trying to turn it off sometimes. I don't know mm -hmm. how to really disconnect and it's something that I think I've been trying to really work for towards over the last couple of years, because like you said, there's more things, there are more things in life than just, you know, the money and the fame and like, you know, all my cool watches, the, the ones I'm not wearing right now. Um, Me neither. I don't have, well, I have a one watch today. That's amazing. <laughs> I just came in from a trainer. So <laughs> I have all my, my healthy watch. <laughs> How did you get to writing the book legendary? Was there something specific in your life that really pushed you towards that? It was a bunch of things and great question. I never planned on, if you would have told me eight years ago that I was gonna be a business mindset and relationship coach or write a best-selling book or be a speaker and run group coaching and retreats, I would have laughed you out of the room. I thought that was all hocus pocus BS. And um, so I was in the world of large financial consulting, mergers and acquisitions and public accounting for 20 something years. Um, and come from very humble beginnings, by the way, and that's important to the story. So I thought money, the corner office, shiny things, fancy car, beautiful girl, all that stuff was gonna like fill me up inside. And there I was at 36 years old, because my family came from nothing and I was the first person to graduate college and blah, blah, blah. Well, congratulations um, on that. Thank you. It is a big achievement, by the way. Um, and when I realized that the money, the power, the fame, the next big check, I actually had a corner office that literally looked down on the city of Atlanta. It's kind of a strange thing. Um, when that didn't fill me up, I turned to everything else. You know, the, the Wolf of Wall Street start type lifestyle almost cost me my marriage, almost cost me my career and ultimately my life. And I woke up one day literally in a ditch. I was probably doing some multi-million dollar deal like a week before. And I'm looking at the blue sky and I'm thinking, how did I get here? Why do I feel this way? Why in a room of a thousand people do I feel alone? Why do I have all these insecurities and fears that I mask and tough guy, cool guy, important guy, can't ask for help guy, and I make a lot of money guy, but really inside I'm dying. And so I just, and, and really cool thing, a really sidestep story is, <laughs> of course, my wife and I were in what's called marriage counseling. And they saw something deep in me. They saw something, they're like, something's off with you, brother. You can't feel, you're just so competitive. And um, and there's just something off. Like I, I couldn't give or receive love. I was just this closed book. And I remember one of those counselors telling me, Tommy, there's a place in Tennessee that can do more for you in one week than I can do in 10 years. And when I woke up, I heard him. Like I, that voice was in my head and I was like, I'm going to that place for seven days. 
and they literally cut me open, not literally, but they, they cut me open emotionally, mentally, oh. spiritually, yeah, and put me back together for three days and gave me the beginning of a playbook of how do I live a healthy, productive, fulfilled life of love, peace of mind. And I literally made it my full-time job of me being the best version of me. And in three years from the age of 36 to 39, I'm not even joking on this, I took off all those masks that we all wear, you know, important, pretty, cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. I took all that, I just became me. And I literally made me my foot with coaching, mentors, reading everything I can get my hand on, attending every conference, listening to, you name it, I was just doing it. And the coolest thing happened in my professional life, I went from junior partner to senior partner, to owner of the firm, to elected to the board of directors where everybody else was, almost all of them were 60 years old. I'm there at 39 years old of a huge financial firm just by being me, just by being a good guy, just by being um, calm, listening, being a great leader from all the tools I was learning from other people. So that happened, my network 10X, my relationship with my wife was the best that it had ever been. And here's, here's how the book, this is the answer to the book um, and to the coaching practice, is all of these people in my network, bankers, lawyers, executives, entrepreneurs, you name it, started coming out of the woodworks and asking me to go grab a beer, asking me to go for a walk or grab coffee or lunch. And yeah, I thought it was gonna be for more business, right? We're, we're crushing it in business. I thought they were just, as a business. they said, how did you do it? How did you get peace of mind, fulfillment, happiness? You seem the most content you've ever been. You're honest. And so wh when I started working with these people just casually, and I was still in the, you know, I was an owner of this financial firm. I realized there's a formula to this. There's a playbook to this. This actually works. And I started seeing, you know, I'd get this bear hug from this guy and says, hey man, my marriage is the best it's ever been. Thank you for the love and the advice and the wisdom and, and mentoring me. And it just kept happening and happening, and happening. I finally said, this is a calling. You gotta go do this brother. And you gotta walk away from this big, big job and go chase this dream. And I did. And so I started coaching and mentoring and running masterminds and retreats for these, these, these people and I started seeing this, it was, it was no longer anecdotal, it was data. This formula works. And so many of my mentors and my coaches says, you gotta write this book, man. And I wrote the book and it has had commercial success because in times like these of uncertainty and people are scared and they're worried and we're angry, like there's so much anger in this world, it's just ridiculous. Um, that when people read it, they get hope, they get confidence. They know they can make the money. They know they can live their life or their dreams. Cause I'm telling you, I come, I literally come from a world of, as a young man of violence and abuse and craziness. And, you know, I, I literally turned my life around at 18 and at 36, you know, at 18, I committed a violent crime, was looking at seven years in prison, served two years. Luckily it was dropped to misdemeanor, spent my 19th birthday incarcerated, not going to college picked myself up, dusted myself off, went to college, eventually became a, a, a person in the financial world. And when I realized the money and the power, money's important. Anybody says that money's not important, run from them, they're broke. Oh, I agree, um, like you need money in life. Uh, and, and make as much as you want, I'm serious. And I want you, I literally believe everybody can make as much money as they want. But at the end of the day, that's not, we talked about it this, love's important, friendship's important experiencing life is important and living without regrets. It's just as important as the money. Money's important. But literally this playbook, when I decided to really transform my life and let go of those demons from my past, that violence, that abuse that I experienced and then became, uh, when I let all that go and just became me and lived these simple steps in this playbook, I was like, I can teach this to so many others. And that's why the book came about.
and that and it, I've just seen it. It's no longer. I'm mean, again. It's data. If you do these simple things each and every day, it's like going to the gym. You know, if you go to the gym, you you're not going to get fit overnight, right? You're not going to be. You're Are not you sure? Become, I've tried. I put it out there in the universe. Uh, can't do it. Can't do it. But the same thing goes with your mental muscles, your emotional muscles, your professional muscles, and your spiritual muscles. You got to do the work, and it's simple work every day. Like 30 minutes in the gym daily, you'll crush it physically you got to eat right too but the same thing goes with our with all those other phases in our life and so that's how the book legendary was born and i, I think the commercial success is due to like two three two or three people read it and they're like man you got to read this book it helps and so that's that's what's happened that's where it came from do you have the meaning of life <laughs> do you have the answer to that yeah uh, to me you want me to give you mine i think um the meaning to life is to love i think it's to give love I think it's to find your purpose, why you're here. Every single human being on earth has a why they're here and it changes depending on the season of life. So to love, to be loved, to find your purpose, to use your purpose to serve and help others. And finally, is to never stop learning and growing. To me, that's the meaning of life. So how can I, if you can give me one piece of advice to create a successful work-life balance, like as I was telling you, that's something that I do struggle with and I continue to try to grow and overcome, but what would the one piece of advice you'd have for, for me? So like, yes, I'm being selfish and I'm asking you for help. Oh, totally. And I, and, I, and it's a question that I get daily. Um, first of all, we've got to let go. There is no such thing as work-life balance. There's, there's prioritizing and reprioritizing. And you have to ask yourself, what is the most important priority in your life? Is it building your career? but are you willing to sacrifice relationships, friendships, time, rest for that relentless pursuit of more? And, and I would ask you also, why are you working your ass off? You know, what, what void are you trying to fill? Is it to truly be seen, heard, loved? Me, me, you know what I'm saying? There's some deep insecurity or fear that we're overcoming to work that much, to work ourselves to death. And so I, I love the work-life balance question because it's just balancing and rebalancing. If, if you're feeling a lack of, like I'm not spending enough time with my significant other, that's what you need to focus on, right? Because at the end of the day, that's gonna be more important than any paycheck that you get. Or are we trying to, it's about time, but it's also about why are we doing this? You know, what are we trying to prove to ourselves and ultimately others? Are we trying to get others to really love and respect us because we put so much credence into what they think? Or you want to do something in your work that really makes a huge difference in the world and maybe you're driven that way, right? But it's about time, it's about prioritization, it's about your why and going deep, right? Looking yourself in the mirror and say, why am I working my ass? I did, I was that, I was that guy, ye who turns the lights off last wins. I, 80, 90 hours, made significant amount of money back then and was completely miserable. It was destroying my marriage, was destroying my life, had friends, uh, it was just not just me. So it's about prioritizing and reprioritizing and asking yourself, why are you doing it? And it's also about prioritizing, what is the most important thing in your life right now? Is it building a career? Is it going to school? Is it learning a new trait? Then that's where you need to put your focus, the majority of your focus. But don't do it at the expense of happiness. Don't do it at the expense of fulfillment, peace of mind. And there's so much unconscious pressure on us to be seen, heard, yes. loved, and important. Everybody's got it. You're not alone. And the second thing I would tell you is you're not alone, by the way. 
And what we don't do as a society very well is talk about financial health, emotional health, and mental health. And Completely we talk great. about, you know, we want a picture of us getting out of the Ferrari on the vacation with the hot girl or hot boy on our arm. You forgot you about know, the it, yacht. You forgot about the yacht. yacht. Uh, you know, whatever. What, you know? And again, we were talking offline, you know, I have some famous people that I work with and it's not all cracked up to be right because there's a loneliness there there's a trust issues there there's insecurities there and they're under a microscope and it's really quite difficult but really at the end of the day there's so much pressure in what others think and ultimately I keep saying it we all want to be seen heard loved and feel valued but at what cost right you know if you can love yourself if you can see yourself, if you can sit in a room with yourself and become your own best friend, which the book talks about, that to me is winning in life. And then go make as much money as your heart desires. I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm a money guy. I mean, I teach it. And so, um, but at the end of the day, I don't want people to come home to an empty house when they make a lot of money. I want them to come home. Yeah, I want them to use that money to make great impact, not only for themselves and experience life to the fullest, but go make great impact somewhere else too. That to me is building and living a legendary life. So uh, how can we hire you? <laughs> is it okay? Like, a, can, <laughs> can, a, can a person hire you? Does it have to be a company that hires you? How does that work? Because I feel like I can't be the only person that has all these questions at all. <laughs> and you even told me I'm not alone. So I know I'm not the only not one that close. has a ton of questions. <laughs> You're not even close to being alone. And I think, I think that's, and I'll answer your question by the way, but I wanna go, I wanna stay there for a second is let's just get real for a second. We all have deep insecurities. We all have mistakes that we've made. We all have wounds that we carry. We all have deep, dark thoughts and desires that we don't want anyone else to know. So let's cut the BS and know that we're not alone in our fears, insecurities, our worries, that am I good enough? So we all have them. I don't care, even Oprah has them and she's as successful as they come. And she owns that though, she talks about it. And what I think I do best is talk about my failures, my insecurities, my worries, my vulnerabilities. I get real raw and honest, especially with some of these alpha humans, males and females. And you know what it gives them? It gives them the gift of going second. It's like, hey, this dude seemingly has it all, right? And I've got, I've got my own stuff too, man. And I still, that's why I work with coaches. That's why I have mentors. That's why I'm so big into this. Um, but when we realize we're not alone and to cut the nonsense, and if we talk to anybody else, like we talked to ourselves, no one would hang out with us, right? And so if we just get real raw and honest and people are craving connection, they're craving authenticity, they're craving, you know, I'm not alone. And so that, it's important for everybody to hear that because we look on social media as toxic in so many ways. I the agree. Division, the division and fear mongering, that's a whole different issue but showing your perfect self and feeling that we need to be validated with a like or a double click on a screen it's just ridiculous what you said reminded me of a sign that i have in my bedroom i've had it i think has to be since i was like in high school and every friend of mine and every guy that's ever walked into my stupid room or my dorm room <laughs> or anything made fun of me for it because it literally says sometimes i talk to myself because i need expert advice and it, oh, I love it. And it made me just think of everything you were just talking about. So I'm going to bring it back out. I want to put it on the top of my door and I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> you got me riled and, up. And when people judge you or, you know, at the end of the day, 
you'll have the last life. People who judge and criticize others are truly judging and criticizing themselves. Pain loves pain, hate loves hate, judgment loves judgment. That's the truth. And we're all guilty of it in some form or another. But um, it's so funny that, you know, people used to make fun of me because I, I am a diehard believer in affirmations. I mean, down to my DNA. And you know, Saturday Night Live used to do skits making fun of affirmations. But who's laughing now? You know, who's I've laughed all the way to the bank and happiness and fulfillment, peace of mind. So you stay over there and be miserable in your life, or you could try something new that so many other people have done, and maybe you'll find peace, happiness, and the love and the success you're creating. But anyway, so I'm with you on that. Um, here's how I work with people I do a lot of one on one work, um, I do a lot of group mastermind work. And what mastermind typically means is you got 10 people in a room and it's 10 minds coming together to help level up. I facilitate that in business, life, money, relationships, mindset, and ultimately being a little bit better than we were yesterday. I run retreats. Um, but if you want to know what it's like to work with me or work, you don't need to hire me. You don't have to pay me a bunch of money. I'm being serious. And I, I, I love working with people one-on-one. Read the book. It's all in there. Or listen That's to good the book. If you, like, if you like my Southern accent at all, I'm the one reading the book. Get an audible. Just and, But what I want you to do is reading books like this, this book is meant to be worked. It's got small, actionable steps. Find your flavor. It's got chocolate, vanilla, strawberries. All the flavors are in there. Find the flavor that you think you need and just do it. And do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and it'll become a positive habit in your life. And I promise you, with one, two, or three small steps, small tweaks, you're already it's already in each of us. But with one, two, or three small tweaks, your life, 365 days from now, will be 10x better than it was just by doing the same thing. But here's the problem is change is hard. Looking yes. in the mirror and saying, we're all flawed. We all need work. It, but it, why will we, if we go to the gym to get better, why won't we go to the mental, spiritual, business, professional, financial? Uh, why don't we go to that gym as well? And maybe instead of working out 90 minutes a day, work out 60 or 45 and spend the other 45 on the other muscles that you need to develop so that it's not if life happens, it's when. And life is a load of suffering. It really is. We're all going to die. So why are we taking this thing so serious anyway? And it's going to, we're going to die quicker than we think too. I mean, this is a very short, precious life. And I believe we're given three gifts, the gift of life. I do believe it's a gift, the gift of choice. Every single moment of every single day in the Western hemisphere, you have a choice and the choice is your, we're not being ruled yet by a dictator. Um, but you have the choice to do something Every, every, every moment of the day. And the final gift I think we have is the gift of death. Knowing that our time is limited here. Do we want to live it unhappy, unsuccessful, not with love? Do we want to live it in judgment and fear and anger? Or do we want to live it the way we want to live it? And so knowing that it's short, Carpe Diem sees this day, do something about it and make a change in your life. But so many people are, are okay being stuck in this place because that place over there looks scary, but take the leap. It'll, I mean, I'm serious. So I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, I still, I have one, I have one last question for you. Don't you worry. Totally. If you could say, what, what do you think is the best lesson you've learned from any of your mentors and coaches that you've come across in your life? Uh, can I give two? If you want to. <laughs> one was from a river rafting guide. It's, it's amazing where wisdom comes from. That's so random. Uh, I used to be, I used to do crazy, like, water things and uh still kind of do sometimes but um i remember i was going down this river it's one of the most dangerous rivers in the world it's called bengali 
and it's it's intense it's it's like five five plus rapids which is river speak for this is dangerous as hell um and one one of the people in the boat says what do we do if we fall out of the boat and um he literally says go to the light which means you're basically going to die if you fall out of the boat now, he, he was kind of joking but he wasn't but the, what he said next was uh, profound okay. what he said next was profound is participate in your own rescue you know there is no magic pill there is no quick fix and there is no pot someone coming on a white horse to save us we must participate in our own rescue the second piece of advice that was given to me that was profound is because we all have these stories we tell ourselves and these wounds that we carry and insecurities and things that were you know mistakes we've made and my mentor when i first went through this process he said are you ready to stop living your story and start living your life and i was like that was profound because i was living a story that i was telling myself of victim woe is me blah 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 just you know emotionally vomiting on myself and he says you can stop living your story and start living your life and if you start living your life and doing something different you can write the ending to your story and i thought that was prof too profound participate in your own rescue stop living your story start living your life well, Tommy, you are a wealth of knowledge. I think not only do I need you in my life, I bet you everybody needs you in your in their lives. But or it's somebody okay. like the you book. know, somebody get somebody right. We all need help. Like I have coaches and mentors and people that I lean into. We all need it. All the greats have it. Coaches, singers, CEOs, executives—they all have great coaches and mentors. Go, go invest in yourself and participate in your own rescue. Thank you for that, Lenore, by the way. <laughs> so to reach out to Tommy, you can head to TommyBreedLove.com. There you can grab a copy of his book. You can speak at your next event, even sign up for one of his coaching lessons. You can follow him on Facebook at Legendary Choice, on Instagram and Twitter at TommyBreedLove, and on LinkedIn as well at TommyBreedLove. Now, Tommy, any last minute advice you'd like to share with us today? So what I would say also is because of the times that we're living in, we're, when we're recording this, it's it's COVID and all a bunch of other stuff going on. We've opened up some free chapters to the book. Um, they're not in audible format free, but they are electronic format. We've opened up the financial confidence and freedom chapter. I think that's something everybody wants and needs during these uncertain times is how do you build that financial mindset muscle, but also here's some basic tools and tricks that you can apply to your life, regardless of your situation now to start building your financial fortress. We're giving away that chapter as well as the, a little deeper dive into my story. And we're also giving away the mastering your mindset chapters, which helps you with that fear, worry, uncertainty and help building that muscle so that you can live your best life. We're giving those away at tommybreedlove.com forward slash gifts. That's G-I-F-T-S. And so that's the only thing that I would add there. Um, last piece of wisdom is literally just take action and take continued action and just do something a little bit different than you did yesterday. And maybe your life will be a little bit better each and every day than it was yesterday. And I, if I can do this, anybody can do it. Well, I'm going to go reevaluate my life once we get off the phone, <laughs> once we get off this video chat. If I have any other questions and I slide into your DMs, you know why. <laughs> so I'm your host, Lenore, and that's a wrap on another episode of the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Hit that subscribe button so you never will miss one. More at brandambassadorselect.com, and we will see you next time.